You're listening to G4D, Grounds for Discussion, a weekly music podcast hosted by your two most caffeinated hosts, Adam and John. So sit back, relax, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and enjoy the following episode. For whatever reason, I can't hear. Yeah, there, okay. Wait, there we go. I uh, technical Good. difficulties. Uh oh. Yeah. yeah. Those headphones have seen better days. I'm uh, apologize about that. No, it's 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 quite alright. I keep on meaning to bring mine, but I never remember to do it. <laughs> I just have something called dad brain now, <laughs> all the time. There, I think those are like, like my old like guitar headphones. So yeah. it looks like there's a volume thing on there. This thing right here? Yeah. Yeah, it's a volume. So yeah. let's see here. One of them should go. Let's see here. Okay, yeah. Volume's at max right now. Yeah. Yeah, I got it at max. It was just, I think the connection was poor. Do you want me to uh, turn you up a little bit? Yes. Can you, hear, can you hear? Yes, I can. Is that better? That is definitely better. Testing, testing. <laughs> Which is exactly what we want to record, right? Yeah. Like, we're testing on the now. mic. We're recording now. <laughs> Hi, friends. Here we are at G4D. AKA grounds for discussion. discussion. It's Adam and John back again. Another week, another, another week. <laughs> Here we are once again. <laughs> that right there pretty much sums up quarantining and COVID right there. Just, it's another week. <sighs> what week, what, what day is it? It, it is a day. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it is a day and it ends in Y. What day that ends in Y? I don't know, but Every it's day. one of them. <laughs> Every day ends in Y. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we're back with another episode of Coffee Chat Cafe. Mm, AKA Adam forgot to listen to the record this week, so we're going to talk about music. Here we go, baby. Shh, you're not supposed to tell him. Shh, it's fine. Yeah, it yeah. It, it, it does happen. You know, life is life. <laughs> yeah, life is life. Today is the day. <laughs> hey, at least uh, David Lynch is still doing his weather report. That, that's all that really matters. And I'm an expert in California weather now. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to get back out to California. Oh, me too. I, I would really like to would. just get back out. Yeah, that too. That's That'd a very nice. good point. That'd be nice. Well, I heard, I heard Mexico's a nice place to travel to this time of year. hey Someone's topical. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, shout out to all the people in um, Texas. Really, really feel bad God. for everybody. I've uh, reached out to a couple of people that I know that live there, and thankfully they're safe, but they had been without power for quite some time. Really, I mean... Your heart just breaks for them because it's obvious that as a state, they're not really prepared for this kind of weather and to have to deal with no power for that long extended period of time. And it's just freezing over in your house. I mean, oof, that's just rough. I mean, just, ugh. It, you know, us being Floridians, we know the, you know, the horrors of nature, you know, down here with hurricanes and stuff. And, you know, when there's no you know, I, I don't think I've ever been in a hurricane where there hasn't been a plan, you know, like it happens and it's bad, but you know, we recover pretty quickly from it because there's help and support and what's going on in Texas is abysmal and 
I, I hope things get better and if you know any places that we could donate or help, please let us know because I'm clueless when it comes to things Texas. So, Yeah, yeah. I just hope that, you know, I everybody hate. who's listening is staying safe and those who aren't listening are also staying safe. Yes, amen. Everyone stay safe. Yes, absolutely. Hopefully better days are on the horizon soon. I feel like they're probably through the worst of it now at this point, right? Like I think the storm has kind of gone through and I think the you know, the weather should kind of start getting a little bit better, but yeah, no heart, heart absolutely breaks for all those people. I listened to a couple of podcasts that are based out of Texas and you can just tell that they've been hit. There's nobody who hasn't been affected by it in some kind of way. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry. I have no words. It's just like, Oh no, no, absolutely. Absolutely. So for Coffee Chat Cafe today, since we are not going to do any reviews and we kind of like to typically wing it on this show, I can tell you already got something queued up because the cell phone is in hand. That's right. And your eyes are like aglow. You, you, you've got those anime glasses going on right now. I just see like the white <laughs> in the uh, glasses right there. <laughs> well, John. The, the world may be suffering, but rest assured that rock and roll is in a full swing and kick. And by golly, we're going to get 2021 induction to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame if it kills us. <laughs> so I'm going to read to you the nominees this year. Current, So you can go on the, uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame website mm-hmm. and you can cast your own vote to who should be uh, put in. So these are the current standings starting from the last and making our way up. We have Kate Bush, hmm. New York Dolls, LL Cool J, Jay-Z, Mary J. Blige, Todd Rundgren, Devo, Shaka Khan, Diane Warwick, Rage Against the Machine, The Go-Go's, and now the top five. John, who do you think is in the top five? <laughs> so those are just nominations. Those are nominated. So that's so there's 16 artists that are nominated this year. Those okay. those first what eleven would be the um so so the go so the go go's right now have uh, seventy one thousand votes and Rage Against the Machine has fifty four thousand votes. Wow. Yeah. So they're um wow, that's that's quite a jump. <laughs> yeah, that is. And honestly, the the fifth place person is is only a couple thousand votes off. So. Mm. Mm. Well. I, I I know I'm not supposed to do what people tell me to do, but I think I'll vote for Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, right. I would vote for them. Yeah. I mean, hey, look, regardless of, you know, your opinion of them or not, because I, I feel like Rage Against the Machine is one of those kind of bands that people either love or hate. You know, it's just, it's it, there's, there's no middle ground with them. So would this statement be correct? If you hate Rage Against the Machine... But you like Audio Slave. What does that make you? <laughs> is there a world where that fan exists? Yes, there is. Yeah, I could there, see that. There totally is. I remember when Audio Slave came out, there were a lot of people that were like, oh, this band is, the, they're it. They're the next big thing. And I like that album. I'm not knocking it at all. But two totally different sounds. Yeah. I don't, I don't get why those were compared. Only in the sense that, oh, well, it's most of the same musicians, just minus the singer. Yeah. Which, okay, fair enough, but completely different 
purposes as a band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Completely different style, different yeah. statements. Yeah. So I, I think Rage Against the Machine does deserve it. I mean, if you think about it, they were really big back in the day. Yeah, they were huge. Really, really big. They, they played SNL. They played big, huge festivals. Like, they they have their... Wait, what's the word that I'm looking for? They've cemented their place in rock and roll lore. I yeah. Think they, I think they deserve it. Oh, definitely. It. I, I think so, too. But uh, here, here we'll, let's read the top five here right now. We have Carol King, Iron Maiden, The Foo Fighters... Tina Turner and Fela Cootie. Fela Cootie? I'm sorry. Did I say that wrong? Um, I feel like you did, but I, probably. I'd probably butcher it too. Uh, but I know who you're talking about. So, yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't necessarily have a problem with any of those. Foo you know, Fighters seems like a. I don't know. Like MC Five's not on there again. Yeah. It, th- that's kind of what I, I was gonna it say. It seems like the same names that we keep hearing that should be on there or not. It seems like always like the most obvious ones don't get there, but then like the more bigger modern artists do get there, like Foo Fighters. Nothing against them. Yeah, it's like these like bands that have been playing for a while, like you know, just as long, but you know, kind of commercially, Foo Fighters have done better. And and I'm sure that's partially what it comes down to too as well. Yeah, I mean, looking at the um just the votes itself, you know, I'm glad that Tina Turner's in the lead, you know, kind of that second place because uh, Foo Fighters right now have 91,000 votes. And she has 123,000 votes. Well, Tina Turner just deserves it alone. Oh, for, definitely. For yeah. Golden Eye. Golden Eye. <laughs> I found his weakness. <laughs> it's his eye and it's golden eye. It's a golden eye. Sing it. Oh, hot. Oh, God, I can't wait. What's Actually, you know, I could see... Is Tina Turner still alive? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. I could see Tina Turner... I just want all of them to sing, like, each other's songs. Like, Iron Maiden can do, like, a... um, What's that? Carol King. I feel the earth move under my feet. Wouldn't that be awesome? It just starts off... I feel the earth move under my feet. I feel the sky tumbling down. I feel it lose control. Oh, you can easily do that. Yeah. Oh, man. Right? Now I really want that to happen, and I'm going to be very disappointed when it doesn't. <laughs> and I want Tina Turner to do like a like a soulful rendition of uh, the what's that one song? The Best! I got another confession to make. <laughs> right? Like yeah. that? We can do that. Actually, that would really work as like kind of a crooner type song. Right. I could totally see that. Foo Fighters can cover Iron Maiden. Yeah. 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 I could see that. Make yeah. him actually good. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Uh, oh, I said that one wrong. <laughs> what Foo Fighters song? Oh, oh, dude, I love Iron Maiden, man. They're the best. Yeah, bro. Great. I love the drummer. Dave Grohl, I didn't know you were on this podcast, too. Dude, I'm on all podcasts. I love podcasts, man. G4D, it's the realest one out there. Wouldn't, wouldn't start coffee without it, man. <laughs> no one loves music more than Dave Grohl. I love it. I mean, it was one of the Muppet movies. I think it was the relaunch one that came out. Oh, with um, Jack Black? <laughs> was it with Jack Black? I yeah, they, kin- they kidnapped Jack Black. Oh, they kidnapped Jack Black? Okay. Oh, wait. Yes, they kidnap Jack Black so they can um, raise money or something. 
Yeah. There were, there were like the Muppets or whatever were the alternate version. The Muppets, yeah. And the alternate version of Animal was Dave Grohl. Was Grubble, which, yeah. which I thought was perfect. I, D- Dave Grohl, like, look, I don't listen to Foo Fighters on the reg at all, but I I got kind of a soft spot for him. He's just, just kind of... Just seems like and he's like living that. the dream, man. Yeah, gets he, the drum and meet his idols and play music. Good for him, man. He just seems like like a guy you'd get along with. You he's, know, he's a good dude. You, you invite him to the party, and he'd he'd be the life of the party. Yeah. Oh, definitely. You know, he's like, I, I'm just, I'm so glad to see that guy. Yeah. He always comes along, and the party's just so much more lively with him around. That's right. I get, I get good uh, Dave Grohl vibes from you. He John. he, he broke get, a lamp, but you know, <laughs> you still love him at the end of the yeah, day. You still love him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he wrote Everlong. Come on. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> he, he probably created one of the most iconic drum intros of all time. Which is? Smells like Teen Spirit. Okay, for a second there. I thought you were being snarky. So Oh, no, not at all. I was like waiting for a punchline. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. He's an incredible drummer. No, no. No, he, no shame here. He, he is. No, all he, he all of his is. stuff in Nirvana is pretty iconic. Yeah. What's, no, that, what's that one song? That song. And now I want to listen to Nirvana. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Good stuff. Yeah. And, you know, with the Hall of Rock, uh, Hall of Rock, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, every year I just kind of feel like there's still just so many artists being missed at this point where it's like, come, come on. Like, by, by surely by now in 2021, they should have been in there. But I don't necessarily have a problem with any of those. I think they're yeah. how many people? deserving. How many people do they let in a year? Yeah, they do limit it. That's right. I remember we yeah. talked about that before, which that's also pretty weird, too. It's like I get every band can't be in there, but like, I don't know, some of these bigger ones or some of these like, you know, black artists that really created the genre are probably not even in there, you know? <laughs> and uh, and that's... Am I, uh, am I putting two and two together here? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. And that's, and that's the difficulty with all this, right? Yep. Is that, you know, it, it, it'll... They acknowledge the end product, but not the source. That's right. So, yeah, you're right. I, you will not hear a disagreement from me, sir. Amen. No disagreement at all there. Mm. So, well, yeah, but I think it's always kind of fun to talk about it. It's always it's 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 one of those things that ends up being a curiosity for me. And it's like, oh, okay, it's great that that band's in. And then I just kind of go around about my day. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I'm not going to Ohio anytime soon to see this. Uh, great, and that's the other thing too. Like, it's not like I hear this and I'm like, well, thanks to that news, I will not be attending the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year. Yeah, right. Yeah, like I don't think I even know anybody who's been there. Uh, I I can't think. I, I mean, off the top of my head, like like it's not one of those things where it's like I love music, so I'm gonna go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's like, like the opposite thing of someone would say. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's just, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. Like, have I ever met anybody that was like, oh, it I could imagine. It's pretty cool. <laughs> All right. So I go into the, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. There's like an, hey, man, walk up this way down the red carpet to see some guitars, man. <laughs> they probably 
All right, I've never been to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but let's mm. let's let's play a game of let's guess what our experience would be like if we went in. So we go in, right? Mm. There's a guy named Jason, <laughs> and his name tag has you know how the movies? It's like my favorite movie is uh, Titanic. <laughs> it's like oh my my favorite movie is Angry Birds too. Really? Wow, that that's coincidental that uh it came out at the same time. That's that's weird. Okay, whatever. It's like my favorite band is the eagles oh man mm. yeah <laughs> uh, take, so whose guitar would you see first that uh the rock and roll hall of fame uh, jimmy page's uh les paul or uh uh, uh ginger baker's uh gibson eb <laughs> <laughs> you know oh, I, ginger baker's the drummer i i'd want to see Jack Bruce. yes i'd want to see the guitar that Jimi hendrix set on fire Oh, I guess I guess it's still there, right? Isn't it? I thought that was there. Did Am it I not wrong? burn? I, I'm sure it is. I mean, there has to be something, right? The right? ashes of <laughs> Jimi Hendrix's <laughs> guitar that was lit on fire. <laughs> like, Guys, we have the ashes of the G string that burned off when Jimi <laughs> Hendrix lit it on fire. Ooh, could you imagine if he smashed a guitar? Ooh, boy. Oh, boy. Ooh, a national TV. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Got to cancel Hendrix now. Let's get that uh, hashtag going, cancel Hendrix. (laughs) You you joke, but somebody will start it. (laughs) Jimmy, Pete Townsend destroyed his guitar, and guitars are made of wood, and wood is rare in the environment, so we have to cancel Pete Townsend for destroying the forests. I love that there was one person when Phoebe Bridgers smashed her guitar. Someone had said, like, you know, she could have given that to homeless people. What? Hey, I know, I know you're homeless and you've been living out on the street for a couple of years, but here's a guitar. That's terrible. <laughs> right? Oh my God. Why? Would... I, I don't oh, know. Oh, yes. I remember I had a guitar when I had a home. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> I mean, sell the. Get the, sell the guitar to get money to I don't ugh. <laughs> I know it just makes your brain hurt right jeez <laughs> oh, good good stuff yeah oh man but yeah I, from other things in regards to music going on right oh, yeah, now let's, uh, let's talk about something uh, a little different here what, what do we get what else we got so this is this is I thought was actually some um, kind of good news here so streaming services will pay $424 million in unmatched royalties to Mechanical Licensing Collective. So soon, songwriters and publishers will soon be able to be, be eligible to receive royalty payments as members of the MLC, which is the Mechanical Licensing Collective. Hmm. So that includes streaming services like Spotify and Apple Music. They will have to have paid that amount and occurred historical unmatched royalties or what's kind of referred to as black box quote unquote money so this is hmm. this is this is a um this, I have a, I have this is a good little, news i have a lot of questions yes it feels like it, it sounds like a step in the right direction but i'm cautious on who this is run by like what mm. organization is paying for this what mm. artists they're talking about Who's representing them? How much of the cut they actually get? There seems to be a lot of questions. And how much? Four hundred and what million? It's four hundred twenty-four million, and that that's across like all 420 the streaming platforms. Four hundred twenty million. 
<laughs> yeah, 424 million. Oh, 424. Yeah. Not yeah. 420. Yeah. Okay, so it includes it. Apple Music, Spotify, which those two are the big ones, huh. and then Amazon and Google slash YouTube all have to pitch into that amount of money. Um, and in a statement from the president of MLC, he his name is David Israelite, which I I literally think that's how you say his last name, right? Yeah, Israelite. Yeah. Wow, David. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Um, like I had to double take when I saw that too. Mm. And so, so he basically had said in a statement that songwriters and music producers have for years fought to ensure that they were paid accurately and fully by digital streaming services, he said. Unmatched money has plagued the industry, and today, thanks to the Music Modernization Act, we know it amounts to just under $425 million, not including money previously paid out in multiple million-dollar settlements. I feel like it's worth more than that. Yes, probably. I feel like that's just a very arbitrary number, and the people who are going to get that Money is probably like your Sony Musics, your Atlantic Records, you know, your your bigger record labels than the, you know, small people. I, I think just, I mean, it's a, it sounds like a victory to whoever gets that money, but I'm I'm just cautious on where it's coming from and what are their motives behind it. And well, and to your point, it's really just a start. Yes, it's like, a, it's a it good shouldn't start. Stop yeah. here. Um, yeah. And the Artist Rights Alliance had basically said that. Yeah, and that there's just so much more work that needs to be done to get the money to songwriters who have earned it. Yeah, so it's just I thought this was worth bringing up because we've talked about it before in the past. Just how much money these artists are not making mm-hmm. off of streaming royalties. So this is definitely good news, absolutely good news across the board. But yeah, I understand your criticism. Like, how much of that money is truly going to the artists? You know, obviously money's gonna be taken out for tax legal, legal fees <laughs> legal fees yeah. exactly i feel like didn't like bob dylan just like sell his like estate for like yes he did around it could have been a couple million less than that but well and now the beach boys kind of did the same thing too i don't know if they sold their estate but mm. they did sell a lot of their catalog recently yeah so uh, i don't know it's which i feel like we're going to keep on hearing this about a lot of older artists especially if they're getting up there in age yeah i mean well it kind of almost makes sense to do it like sadly you know with money because you know like like the beach boys i will let's use a different band because the beach boys are complicated because that that's like mike loves beach boys and you know brian wilson like bob dylan right yeah so bob dylan probably gets a check from spotify and apple music Nowhere near the amount of money he should be making for it for the streams and royalties and all that yeah so why not just you know Unfortunately, Bob Dylan's going to die one day and his music already, you know, kind of out there and whatever. So might as well bank as much as you can while you're alive and set up, you know, for future mm-hmm. and kind of just cash it out and leave, you know, Yeah. instead of making pennies off your Spotify revenue. So I don't know. It's a, it's a fine line between art and music. But yeah, streaming services definitely have a long way to go. They, they really do. They really do. Now, I can see what's going to end up happening to us as consumers of these services that the rates are definitely going to go up i'm fine with paying more if it's going to the artist you know yeah it's it's to 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 your point though what if it's not right well that's, that's the problem yeah, yeah. Well, so yeah it it's frustrating because it's like we we talked about it before i'm always so conflicted like obviously my preferred path is to spend 
money that goes to the artists. Mm-hmm. And you and I try and go to Park Ave CDs regularly to go and buy vinyl yeah. too as well. So we could also support a record label too. Bandcamp always has great things going on. But it's like my budget for me is limited. Yep. I can't go crazy anymore. Oh, I mean, <laughs> like, every, everyone's the same way. I'm sure most of us and people listening to this podcast, especially I'm going to guess, have a music streaming service somewhat or are aware of one or use YouTube or any, yeah. you know, that doesn't have to be Spotify or Apple music, you know? Yeah. And so, I, don't, I don't know if it's one of those kind of things where it's like an unnecessary evil or whatever, but I think it's, I think it's good to have to expand your horizons and stuff. And I yeah. think it, I think it's incredible that, you know, my friend Kyle, who worked on a bunch of new stuff recently, all his stuff's on Bandcamp. I can mm-hmm. go there and on Bandcamp, uh, Spotify, like I can look up his stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and I can go look into, I don't know, the Foo Fighters, you know? Yeah. I think that's kind of cool. It's all in one platform. It is. The, the, right. idea, the ideas behind it are good. It's just the payment is the problem. Like, yes. I think, you know, if someone gets a million plays or a million streams, they should be paid the same as the other, as anyone else who gets a million streams, no matter what it is. Yeah. So, and then, you know, then you can support the artist directly through merch or buying their stuff online or through their avenues or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I, there's still, to your point, a long way to go. Yep. And this definitely is not the last time that we've heard of this, but a great victory nonetheless, <laughs> and one that I thought was worth sharing. I love it. So I know we've already had two main topics. Why don't we just have one smaller topic here? Yeah, let's talk about coffee. What are you drinking these days, man? What, anything good? Um, Coffee-wise, I've really just been kind of wrapping up the David Lynch coffee from nice. uh, Allegro Coffee. It just really is just the perfect cup of coffee. I wish they were still coming out with that limited edition blend, but I get it. I mean, it wouldn't be a limited edition blend if they right. didn't stop making it at some Did point. Did you, um, so I think there are actually two of them maybe. I don't know. There's an espresso yeah. blend and um, just like a drip blend. Did you get the espresso one? Um, no, I did not. Okay. So the, the Got it. I know, I know what you're talking about. Like there's like the silver bag and then the gold bag. The one that I'm talking about is the gold bag. Okay. Got it. Got it. Um, which I'm sure they'll bring it around again. Cause I think they've had it prior to this last go around, but it, it's, it's one of those things where it's, it's just so good. I would just buy it like monthly if I could. Oh yeah. I mean, I think for just regular, like classic coffee, like this hits the spot. It does. It this this is the kind of coffee I imagine David Lynch would like. Like oh I, yeah, you know, it doesn't have to be single origin or anything special. You know, it's just good old diner coffee. You know. Mm-hmm. Now, how about you? I know last time we did the show, we had some of that Tim Burton coffee. <laughs> the Tim Burton. Oh, the, coffee. the coffee shop of horrors. Yeah, <laughs> it was good. Coffee shop of horrors. Yeah. Um, well, my parents gave me a, a trade coffee subscription for my birthday. So oh, nice. every like five weeks or so, I get a new bag. How's that going so far? It's really good. I like it a lot. But um, I, it's nice to learn. It's nice to use it as a resource to find other coffee shops. Gotcha. You know, and kind of expand into that community and learn what's out there and who has what and stuff. Um, but one of my favorites has been from a company called Metric Coffee in Chicago. I think it was oh, yeah. the um, the first time I made us lattes was with that one. I think it was like the dried like raspberry and chocolate notes or whatever. That was that was Metric. Yeah, that was. Yeah, very the good. one that was like really really good. We had the other week. Yeah. Yeah, that one's pretty good. Yeah, that one was really really good. I, it's funny that you mentioned that cause that's another one that I would like to order, but I'm trying to get through my other bags first. I know you, you go through coffee much quicker than I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of crazy. But if you look at my bag right now, I have like four or five unopened, like 
open stuff and it's like, oh wait, but I wanted to try this, but no, I want to do this. Yeah. It's, it, it is so difficult because there's just so many great options out there. I know even Orlando too. I still got some lineage left. I love lineage. Mm, I still haven't been to, um, there's a new one, right? The, uh, Lobos. Oh yeah. That open up nearby park. Park There's that one. Yeah. We went to the salty and they uh, serve intelligentsia coffee there. Okay. It's not too bad, you know. Intelligentsia coffee. Like kind of like a bigger, kind of like similar like to Blue Bottle. Oh, okay. Kind of like that profile. Okay. We, we, we had Blue Bottle with John, right? Yes, John. Uh, yeah. Friend of the show, John, brought us. John with no H, as I like to call him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, John with no H. I haven't talked to John. Hi, John, if you're listening. It's been a while. Sorry, I've been bad about Snapchat. I don't... He, he, he's, been, uh, he's, he's been quite quite busy. But he, I always get Snapchats, like you mentioned, of him going to Blue Bottle. And every time he goes there, I'm like, hmm, I, I could go for that again. When he brought that here, it was, it was perfect. It was good. That was real good coffee. Uh, mm-hmm. You know what I've been, I really want to go? It's a new place that opened up downtown. I need, I need to go. It's called Delhi Desires, I think. Delhi Desires? Yes. Have you seen this place yet? No, I have oh not. Oh, my God. It's, but I love the name. If, if, first of all, it looks like a... They're like an unkosher deli, which is like <laughs> unkosher deli. And so, all right. So typically, with like deli, like you know, or, or Orlando, you, we have Einstein's, not good bagels. Right? <laughs> well, it's a chain. You know? Yeah, you know, but there's like barely any place to get a good bagel down here. I will agree with that. I'm not about to go to Bagel Bruno because <laughs> uh, foxtail. I mean, oops. That's nah, fine. Whatever. <laughs> um. I, I, I keep seeing things on Instagram about Jeff's bagel run, which looks very interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't think I live it close enough for that one, though. But also, this Deli Desires things. I don't know where else you can get Bialis in Orlando, but look at look at Bialis. You ever had a, a Bialy before? Whoa. They're kind of like a flatter bagel. They're usually like garlic and onion and stuff, but like look at their locks, too. Like Their locks look really good. Wow. Yeah, so uh, Delhi Desires, watch out. I'm a coming. I'll be there at some point. <laughs> I just like how you said unkosher. <laughs> I think they literally said that in one of their posts. It's like, we're an unkosher. Oh, they did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was oh. like, that's such an odd compliment. <laughs> if look it at, is. Look at that. Compliment. Beautiful. Well, yeah, technically you can't eat uh, sour cream with latkes, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, or something. But I don't know. It looks very good, so I'm, okay. I'm very excited to try it. Yeah, no, no. With a name like that, it sounds like a winner. It's something to be desired. Mm. I think there's also one more coffee place that I know that uh, actually friend of the show I talked about it earlier. Kyle told me about. It was called Framework Coffee. Have you been there? I have not. No, I haven't either. It's um, I think they're like a pop up. They kind of stick near like Will's Pub and stuff. Okay, but it looks very good. I've, he said it's very good and good people and good coffee so i good. need to go check that out yeah and we should get kyle on the show soon kyle, yeah if you're listening we want you on the show we want you back on the show yeah that's right yeah kyle's been doing a lot these days it would be fun to talk to him about that yeah yeah that'd be, that'd be good good stuff yeah th- there's no shortage of great coffee places to try here in orlando yeah but for you at home those of you who are listening what have you been drinking and what have you been listening to why don't you let us know and we'll say it on the air. That's right. I also have one more announcement to make. Um, all good. It's all good. Don't worry. Oh. Oh, no, no, no. I just, 
So I know John and I have been, you know, talking, reviewing about music for a while, and sometimes we just we go back and forth on our rating scale a bit, and yes. sometimes we're like, I don't know, it's it's weird to give music a number, almost like a grade, but I feel like just for consistency and just for ease of mind and to to more maybe more articulate how we feel about albums, we're gonna switch to a number system. So for our reviews, we're gonna do one out of ten. Where ten being the highest and one zero, whatever other funny words we come up to describe the next uh, Weezer album will be uh, discussed <laughs> later. So I, th- I think that's gonna be the formula from now on. So get ready for numbers, baby. <laughs> Just like uh, our friends Pitchfork and uh, Anthony Fantano, and <laughs> we're not we're not stars. We're not Rolling Stone here. <laughs> All right, I'm not doing five five stars is literally the worst thing you could do because a three is like, what does a three mean? Yeah, like four no. is like what, and a two is just like ugh. I have that same problem when I try and use the letterbox app, letterboxed app Boxed. for um, movies because it's like, well, this movie is a three star movie, but I liked it. Right, but I don't think I give it more than three stars. And then, but three stars seems kind of low. And three, you can't give it three and a half because it's like you might as well give it four at that point. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, and and three and a half, just like some people might really put that for like a movie that's like great. Like some people are much harsher than I think I am. Yeah, right. <laughs> like I'm not judging anybody, but I never really feel the need to be like, oh, this movie was one star. And it's like. That, I, I liked it. <laughs> well, you clearly never seen uh, um, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. <laughs> I don't know. I could think of a bad movie. <laughs> I, I have not. I have not. But to your point, like if it's a dumb action movie, you could still have fun with those kind of things. Yeah. And still give it a good rating. Oh, yeah, totally. Just because I gave, well, I'm trying to think of a movie, like the Ocean's Eleven remake. I love that movie. That's a five-star movie for me. Citizen Kane is also a five-star movie, but I'm not comparing them based on rating. I'm comparing <laughs> them just on like enjoyment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, obviously, Citizen Kane is a much more influential movie. Yeah, I give The Room five stars, but that's because it's The Room. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Know? I'm not, exactly. So I'm basically saying the room is equivalent to the Godfather here. <laughs> oh boy. Anyways, oh, yeah. So get ready for numbers. There's lots of stuff coming out. Yes, there is, and I think we should try and get to have a certain special guest. Yes, we need CJ on here. Yes, we do. Uh, we do. Yeah. For those at home, uh, we had a. a Quite amazing conversation with uh, one of John's friends. Now my friend as well. Yes. I hope so. He's he's our friend. He's our friend. Ooh, I love it. Um, we had his friend CJ who hosts um, a bunch of different podcasts and freelance writer. And we had a really great conversation. But due to the wonders of technology, uh, <laughs> we lost some of the recording. So we promise, uh, CJ, you're going to be on here. We'll talk about System of a Down and Destroyer and Weezer and... Three bands that no, nobody has ever put in the same sentence before. <laughs> Maybe at Lollapalooza in the 90s or something. But <laughs> uh, Here's my new mixtape. I could not imagine Destroyer playing Lollapalooza. Hey, what's going on? Yeah. Oh, get me out of here. The writing's on the wall. <laughs> Jesus, hey. <laughs> Remember when I skipped Russia Shana's services to go see Destroyer with you? Oh, I didn't know. You- 
<laughs> it was like the second night of Russia show. Okay. I was like, I can go skip this. Okay. Well, <laughs> I did not know that you had skipped this. Sorry, mom and dad, if you're listening to this episode. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> I did not know that was the case. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oops. That's <laughs> worth it. 100% worth it. Ah, <laughs> uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Good, good stuff. All right. Well, friends, it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. This was a good coffee chat cafe, I think. You know, just kind of kind of vibing. Just vibing. It's what, <laughs> it's what we do. It's all we can do. With our bowls of fruit that we didn't eat. <laughs> beautifully chopped, may I add. Yeah, Look beautifully chopped. Wow. Oranges and apples. Mm. It's not that I didn't want to eat it. I just knew I couldn't eat it. Snozberries. While I'm talking into a mic, nobody wants to hear. <laughs> well, well, they do hear our sips, so you know. That's that's true, but that's part of the ambiance. <sighs> this is very true. Mm. And if you want more ambiance, you can go to g4dpodcast.com and Spotify, Apple Music, Google Music, just everywhere. All the places. Everywhere. We are in your ear holes. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Was that Dave Grohl talking again? Yeah, man. <laughs> Oh, dude, I love I love G for D, man. They're great. So <laughs> I feel like I need to. <laughs> I feel like Adam I need John, to. man, they love talking. They're so knowledgeable about music. How do they know all this stuff? Wow, holy f, man. <laughs> I feel like I need to do an experimental movie where you're slowly being taken over by Dave Grohl. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't do it. I can't do it. Oh, dude, Nirvana, man. I love Nirvana. No. Oh, no. <laughs> New York Dolls, dude, they're so influential to punk music. We would be nowhere down the New York. <laughs> I can't. I, I'm trying to <laughs> contain my poop. Uh, that'd be so great. <laughs> Anyways, thanks, friends, for listening. Yes. This has been G4D, aka Ground for Discussion. They're awesome podcasts, dude. <laughs> Caffeine induced antics on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the username G4D underscore podcast. Drop us a line at G4Dpodcast at gmail.com if you have any music suggestions, general questions, or business inquiries. You can find our podcast on iTunes, and John and I would super appreciate if you rated and subscribed to our show. May your cup and heart always be full of coffee, good music, and cliche motivational ending sentences. Thanks. <laughs>